Please welcome the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Hello, my beautiful, fuckable, exceptional individuals. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone, unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,352 people, and I'm here to help you do the exact same thing. Now, y'all, I had a very interesting sexual experience yesterday that I want to share with you. I actually ran into someone I used to go to high school with. Now, Tom, he was this hot surfer, you know, Jordan Catalano type that I used to have driver's ed and marine biology with. And, you know, I was the biggest nerd in high school. I don't know if y'all know that about me, but I was. He was the hottest. He never gave me the time of day. But we ran into each other getting our fingerprints done for global entry at Newark. Oh, but does he live in New York now? No, no, no. He actually lives like somewhere in Jersey. Anyways, he recognized me, said that he bought the book. Well, audiobook because you know he was never a reader but we ended up going for a drink going to dinner and he ended up going down on me in the bathroom at La Conda Verde in Tribeca nice yes but the interesting part is that when we were saying goodbye he asked if he could have my stockings and I let him on the condition that he would send us a selfie of him doing whatever it is he's gonna do with my stockings in the middle of this recording so we're gonna check my phone halfway through this episode I want everyone in the spank bank to make their guesses on what my high school friend Rob is going to be doing with the stockings. Type it into the chat. If you are right, I will give you $25 to get yourself a spa manicure or a bottle of wine or a new set of shackles because ExtremeRestraints.com is actually having a sale right now. And we're all going to guess as a panel, okay? we got a lot of callers to get to. Pour yourself a drink. Put on something sexy. I'm keeping it chic and simple today with a winter white off-the-shoulder sweater dress that I actually got from the Banana Republic. It looks and feels amazing without a bra, so I'm wearing nothing else except my Ferragamo boots. Sexy. We're coming to you from my penthouse on the Upper West, and today's a sober day, so I'm sipping a mint tea that Chef Dario made me. Grazie, Chef Dario. Prego. We've also got Tom in the studio wearing a very chic sweater. Is that cashmere, Tom? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Chef Dario's actually wearing his NSA chef's jacket for once because we got a dinner party later. Represent. Yes, we are all feeling cozy, comfy, and oh so fuckable, and we are ready to take our first caller. Irene from Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Irene. Hi, how are you? Hello. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I'm really just wearing comfortable sweats in a sports bra because it's the afternoon. And I I do kind of sip on a little something, but I'm more of a smoker. I do believe God planted it for a reason. And I believe in the good herb. amazing. All right. So what can we do for you today, my sexy smoking Irene? Well, I'd like to discuss uh, a, a situation I'm dealing with for better or for worse. I mean, we're not married, but uh, I do love him. And uh, he's just not very well endowed. I would never make him want to feel any kind of different way, but um, it's been, it's a challenge sometimes, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. God made us a certain way, but if you guys have any tips or tricks or anything that I haven't oh, we, heard before. How not tried. well endowed. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, your voice kind of reminds me of my Aunt Sarah. And Aunt Sarah was a size queen. So I'm just wondering, are we talking smaller than average or is this like a highlighter cap and you can't get a grip on it? I mean, it's not that bad, but definitely less than normal average. I want to say, less. I mean, if we get into numbers, I haven't really measured it, but maybe a little less than four inches. Yeah, and I... 
Size is nice. Size queen. I like your aunt. Uh, you know, she knows what she wants, and it is what it is. But um, I like her aunt. It, too. I don't know. It, it is deep. Well, between you and me, now that we're all friends, it, it's you know, it's not, it's not easy to deal with because it's you know, it's small. It's hard to get a grip on. Hard to get a grip on. Easy to blow though. Real talk. I mean, I'm just it's just yeah. you know, pop it in like a lo- po- lollipop. All right. <laughs> so we got we got two issues. One is tips and tricks to please you, but also you know tips and tricks on how you can please him. One of my favorite lovers. He's built like a high ladder cap. It took some time for me to feel like I was being a good lover to him, and that is how I got into the anal play actually. But okay, let's talk about what he's doing for you. Is he doing the three T's? Are we doing tongues, toys, and teasing? Uh, not just not not the toys just yet, um, but I, I will get there. Just the, the, the tongue and teasing, and, and that that works I'm, because you know at the end of the day, you know sometimes it's even more pleasurable than intercourse. One hundred percent. And are you playing put it right by at hot dog bun, where he just puts that beautiful small penis against your clit, and your labia is like the bun, and his little wiener is like the hot dog, and you just grind, 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 grind like you're a good Catholic girl. Yeah, kind of sort of. Yeah, they don't teach you that in the books. It's all behind the scenes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would do that, and you know, you can also put yourself into the mindset that you are a virgin. It can't go in, it can't go in, no, no, don't put it in, don't put it in, and that can be very, very exciting. Yeah, I kind of do kind of do a little role-playing in my own head. Um, I don't want to make him feel self-conscious, that's the kind of thing, you know. You're not like, making him feel self-conscious. He's got someone who's paying attention to his perfect small penis. He's fine. And let me ask you, is this one of the reasons you don't want to bring toys into it because you're afraid that he's going to feel self-conscious that the toy is bigger than him? You got it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's an awkward conversation and, and there are smaller toys, but yeah, sometimes a woman just needs a little girth and length. Listen, he's been dealing with this his whole life. I don't think he's going to be oversensitive about it, but also, you know, it's like the same reason he'd rather stick his dick in your ass because it's tighter than your vagina. Now, have you thought about using him as your anal training wheels? No, I really, I haven't. And uh, maybe I will. You have been given a gift from the sex gods. It is time to get into some anal play. And he's going to be happy about it, too. Because I'm telling you, he's like, God damn it. It's like a loose sock in here. Not because anything's <laughs> wrong with you, but because, you know, right, he's right. a little smaller. I also want you to get into the GDB, the grind, don't bounce positions, okay? Have you tried the PDP, the pile driver in plow? That's when you're laying on your back and your legs are actually behind your head? Yes, with a good stretching, yes. And that is a good stretch. That is a good stretch and that is a great position. That is gonna make it feel to you like he is three inches bigger and it's gonna be fun for him and you're gonna look like a Rocco Sofredi film. That is gonna be a lot of fun. Also the HDAYB, so your head down, arch your back. That's gonna allow him to get super deep, hit your G-spot and make you feel like a dirty little porn star. That's the goal, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, we actually have our dear friend Greta who wants to give you some advice. Greta from Bellinus, what is your advice? My advice is, um, you know, that one time I was in a gangbang, not that all of you don't know about that already. Um, oh my one, god! One time when I was in a gangbang. <laughs> anyway, but like in all seriousness, one of the one of the guys had super like super small penis, rivaled the size of my pinky, kind of small. But he was so dominant, and he had such like a sexy personality, and he just like ordered me around, like told me where to sit, told me where to put my legs, told me how to like position myself. And he was so hot, the way he was so confident that honestly, it didn't fucking matter. Like it did not matter that his penis was that small. Yeah, and he was very good with his hands and mouth. So my advice is to tell your boyfriend to just have the confidence and treat you like a little fuck doll. And I swear to God, it won't matter. I think that's amazing. And I think, you know, don't say have confidence. Just say, 
use me however you want to use me. I'm your little fuck yeah, doll. Do what you want. I love that. Greta, thank you so much. You are always a delight. Welcome. Use me like your little fuck doll. Would you be into that? Yeah, I, I'm a pleaser as well. So yeah, I don't mind that at all. Some some women don't, but I, I it's a, it's all like, you know, fun. It should be a fun game. In the fun yeah, way. it should be a fun game. I think I would get into the anal play. You being the receptive partner, but also finding out if yeah. he would like a finger or a tongue in his ass, because that's going to make life much more fun for him if you got your mouth around that gorgeous small penis and you get pop a finger or two in there, stimulate his prostate, he's going to go crazy. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. Have the conversation and begin the conversation with compliments. Smoke a nice joint and be like, let's talk. I want to tell you all the things that you do to me that I love. Now tell me some things that I do to you that you love. Now tell me some things you'd like to do to me, with me, or that you'd like me to do to you that we're not doing yet. I guarantee you, anal's going to come up. And don't worry about offending him. You're not going to offend him. He knows he has a small penis. But what he needs to know is that he's got a partner that is here for it and that wants to play and that wants to use that gorgeous penis to her advantage and to his advantage. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wins, you know, when everyone gets off. Yeah, it's going to be great. Use this to get into the anal play. I will. You're encouraging me and then put in a good, you planted a good seed in my ass. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our dear friend in the Spank Bank, Will from WeHo, would also like to say a few words. Go ahead, Will. Irene, what are you thinking? Dump him. You don't need to date somebody with a small penis. Do you know how many big penises are out there? No, I'm sorry. Doctor I'm sorry. Alan. You thirsty little bottom boy, Will from WeHo. Just because your blossom ass only likes a big dick, that does not mean that that's for everyone. You know better than to size shame on this show, Will from WeHo. Goodbye. All right, Irene, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. All right, let us talk to sexy Denzel from Durham. Denzel, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I am wearing a hoodie and gym shorts because I'm trash. <laughs> and that is just the reality of the situation. I'm drinking a glass of green tea because I ate pasta last night. So I have to negate that. And I need, I need some help. I need some help. And clearly, you, clearly, I you need, need some help. help. I'm sorry. Levels. That's funny. Was that was that you are trash? Yeah, as, as in a, a noun to describe yourself, or you are trashed? No, correct. Adjective, as in you're still shit faced. It's, it's an absolute statement or a contextual the statement. The form, it's it's an absolute. I am in fact trash. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, what can we do for you? Okay, so here it is. I spent like 90 minutes with this guy and I'm in love with him, but he has a boyfriend and he's also technically married. So I was wondering how one might navigate through those roadblocks and get him. Okay. T tell me more about this guy. How old is he? How old are you? What's been your interactions thus far? <laughs> so we're both 30 and the interactions between us beyond the 90 minutes that I spent with him have been limited exclusively to like tagging each other in memes on Instagram. Okay. And were you doing that before you met each other in person or after you met each other in person? Only after. And how did you meet and why? 
So we met on a bachelorette trip where we were the only two gays. And you spent 90 minutes together while all your little fairy princess friends were having fun and <laughs> bitching about dudes. Correct. This sounds a lot like summer camp goggles. It's like he was the only option. That's why you're so into him. I thought that too, but then I've been like researching and stalking him and I'm like, oh my God, he's great. But I don't really know why. You know what I mean? Well, great on paper does not necessarily mean great in bed <laughs> or great in anything else. I mean, That's it also true. might be a case of you want him because he's already taken. Is this a common theme with you? It is. It is. It is. Like, not only does he have a boyfriend, but he also has a husband. So, like, it's like a big challenge that I think could be a great thing for me to tackle. But I just don't know how to tackle What do you want from this guy? You want to fuck him? You want him to love you? What do you want? Okay, so that's the interesting thing is that we like had a near hookup experience on this bachelorette trip and we like stopped it and that felt right like I like I felt like I wanted to like be in a relationship with him which I've never felt before I always just want to fuck people mm -hmm. and how often are you meeting new people oh god um <laughs> real people not just sets of abs on grinder and scruff real people right. in person I, I feel like an information slipped by an important information slipped by unnoticed so he has not had sex with this man yet so, sounds like he hasn't done Correct. anything not even a kiss you, and tickle you, you had it you had a near hookup no. experience but you withdrew what's a near hookup experience your feet touch in the hot tub it, that's exactly we were literally in the hot tub and like we like started like touching each other's like arms because i have a tattoo and he's like oh what's that and then we're like okay like we got oh he started the oh what's that well that's a good right. sign and then you had like penises on your head and around your neck like people at bachelorette parties usually have. So you're like, oh, look at your penis. Oh, look at your penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, my darling Denzel, listen, in order to have your desires fulfilled, you have to articulate your desires. So okay. what we're going to do is you're going to practice on us. You're oh, going to act like I am this man that you want to be with, and you're going to tell me exactly what you want from me, okay? Okay. Let's give him a name. What's his name? Let's call him Joe. What's he sound like? What's he feel like? What's he smell like? He is, he's manly-ish, mm -hmm. like as far as gay people go, you know. I would call him Mask, mm -hmm. if that's, you know, an appropriate mm -hmm. term. Mm -hmm. Tell um, everyone what Mask stands for. Masculine. So, like, it's, it's a breed of gay who, who runs on the masculine side. And uh, would you consider yourself Mask? No, I would be more femme. All righty. All right. I'm going to be Joe. Let's do this. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, bro. What's up? Hey, Joe. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm good. I'm good. My dick's a little sore from uh, fucking my husband and my boyfriend, but how are you? That's, I, you know what? I suspected that might be the case, Joe. Um, I'm, I'm doing well, but you know, I had something I wanted to talk to you about. Do you have a couple minutes? For you and that sexy tattoo? Fuck yeah. I got all the time in the world, Denzel. Awesome. So regarding your boyfriend and separate husband, um, I was hoping you could dump them both and be with me. <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you got to offer me? What would our life together look like? Our life together would Joe, who are you talking to? No one, babe. It's just uh, just that guy from the fag hat cruise. All right. Dinner is almost ready. Tell that bitch to shut up. I can offer you a six-figure income that I currently earn, and I can cook you dinner once a month. Now, let me ask you, why, why do you want to share that with me, greedy me, whose hole wants to be filled by so many other people? You think that's just going to stop? Clearly, I'm a slut. I like multiple dicks in all my holes. 
You think that just your dick is going to fulfill me? You know what, Joe? Never mind. You suck. Exactly. And see, now, Denzel, this is, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you really think someone who's already got a boyfriend and a husband is going to want to break up with him to be monogamous with just you? I don't really think that it's in the cards, but I figured if there was a way to do it, you would be the one that would know how. I mean, listen, I always say C equals FML. Chemistry equals fate minus logic. It's possible, but from what you're telling me, it's not probable. Right. But the only way for you to find out is to go ahead and try. Now, I do think that your desires for him are a little inflated based on the limited interaction you've had. What if he happens to be a bad kisser? Right, right. I don't know that. What if he happens to be a selfish lover? So why don't we start with a conversation with our, our dear friend Joe, and why don't you say, hey, Joe, I I really enjoyed spending time with you. Why don't we go out for a drink? And uh, why don't I show you where I want to get my next tattoo? Ooh, I like that. See how he responds. Go out for a drink. I mean, I take it he is in an open relationship with these two guys he's fucking. They know about each other. See, like, this is just goes to show how little I know about him. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I have absolutely no clue. It's time to use your words and find out, all right? <laughs> Let's make sure that yeah. Joe is worthy of my boy, Denzel. All right? Yeah. And also, I want to take you out, because I'm looking here at your Instagram, and you're pretty hot, all right? So I want to take you out, and I want to introduce you to more hot gays okay. that are worthy of you, okay? I love that. I literally never meet anybody. Like, I, like, I only go on Grindr. All right. No, we're going to start meeting people IRL in real life, all right? Actual people. <laughs> You're going to stop wasting time swiping false options less, and we're going to start learning to fingering many assholes right. Now, listen. That's exactly what I need. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do with this Joe situation? Tell me. Tell me what you're going to do. I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going to take your advice and, you know, reach out and just offer a simple drink slash conversation moment, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm just going to forget about him and just move on with my life. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I think, you know, both options are good and both are valid and I want to hear about it. Do one or the other within the next three days and let's go out for drinks in 72 hours. And you're going to tell me about it and I'm going to introduce you to all my hot chorus boys. Done? I love that. Thank you so much. All right. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Doing it with Dario. Everybody always comes to me and asks me, Chef Dario, Chef Dario. Will eating pasta make my dick bigger? Well, it works for me. Next up, let us talk to Porter. Porter, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Hi, I'm wearing my usual t-shirt and shorts. And I am drinking some water. That's all I drink. Clean. (laughs) Yes. So... I have a boyfriend, and I have always been a sex worker, well, for a while now. He knows about it. So your boyfriend knows that you're a sex worker and is okay with it? He knows that I was. Oh, he knows that you were. I still am, but Uh he doesn't know that I currently am. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, go on. 
our sex drive is not very, it doesn't really match. So my sex drive is a lot higher than his. God bless you. <laughs> so I was wondering, I mean, I'm always safe with my encounters and I prepare in advance and everything. I just want to make sure, like, should I be speaking to him about this? Or should I just keep doing what I'm doing? Well, I think the fact that you're calling the Never Sleep Alone podcast makes me think that maybe you're feeling a little guilty about this. Okay. Are you feeling a little guilty about this? Because it seems to me if you liked it and you thought you were doing the right thing, you wouldn't be calling my ass. You'd just be out blowing your clients and blowing loads all over their hot chests. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I don't mind doing it. It's just the fact that... I feel like maybe he should be aware of it. I think he should be. Now, you're in an open relationship? We are, but he doesn't know that I'm getting paid for it. Right, exactly. So if you were fucking people for free, that's fine. So what are the parameters of your open relationship? Are you guys transparent about everything? Or is it don't ask, don't tell, don't let me find out? What are the rules? We communicate about it all. He will let me know if he ever hooks up with someone, which has not happened. But every time I hook up with someone, I do let him know. He likes to know details. He questions it. But I just never know. I never let him know that I do get paid for it. And why do you think you're keeping that part a secret from him? Because it feels like I should be doing other stuff for money instead of just having sex. I mean, if you're good at it. How much money are you making? Maybe it's because you don't want to share the money with him. Oh, no, it's not even about the money. We share everything. But it's just that... You know, this is what I do for a lot of my money. And you feel embarrassed about that, that you're that your source of income. Exactly. But do you also, like, like it? Do you also like doing uh, uh, sex work? Or you're just, uh, you know, it's just a, has been a successful way to make money for you in the past, so you're, you know, why not? It's both. I do enjoy it. It's fun. I get to meet a lot of people and make connections. And it does bring me the money. Yes. All right. But I think, you know, there is something that you're keeping from your partner in a relationship that otherwise sounds pretty honest and pretty transparent. So I think that this is kind of negatively impacting your relationship and your feelings about yourself in one way or another. Um, Will from WeHo has something he would like to say to you, and then I, I want to give you my take on well, this. Well, I just think that, that if you're doing something that could be construed as illegal, and I'm not making a, I'm not making a call here on whether something is correct or not, because I think sex work is a, is a perfectly acceptable thing to do, if that's what you want to do. But I think if you're doing something particularly illegal, if you get caught, you're going to be caught in a really horrible situation. So I just think might as well come clean. Yeah, I mean, there is the risk of getting caught and having him find out that way, which would not be a good way for him to find out. That's true. So is the fear that if you tell him that this is happening and has been happening, that he's just going to break up with you? What is your fear? What's your worst case scenario that plays in your brain if he finds out? The worst thing would be that he changes his view on me and just doesn't want to continue our relationship, yeah. Because you think he's going to see a stigma to the fact that you're... A sex worker, yeah. Chef Dario, do you have something you want to say? Yeah, I think you should uh, I think you should tell him. He knew you were doing it in the past, and he was okay with it. Did the process of you stopping uh, for, a, for a period, how did that play into uh, the evolution of, of your relationship? Was that uh, like kind of a, a necessary step for it to become a more involved relationship? So you fear that the relationship would then backtrack, or was a independent thing. 
it was kind of a relationship milestone, really, I would right. call it, in where we were being more, you know, serious with each other. But there is that openness anyway. Right. It's just the fact that he wouldn't know that a lot of my income would be coming from sex. You know, as Will said, if there wasn't the risk of uh, the legality of it, playing a huge part in the lives of the two of you, I would say don't tell him if you if you can honestly uh, be fine with it yourself. But since there is that, I would really tell him. Well, there is the, the legal issue, but also it just seems like this is eating away at you and it's making you question your own self-worth as an individual as well as within the context of that relationship. And I don't think it's something you should be embarrassed about. I think if it's something you enjoy and it's also filling that void in your life that's left by him not being as sexual as you, this could be a positive thing. The way you could edge into honesty when you can kind of gauge where he's at on this is by saying, hey, so um, I fucked so-and-so the other night. And he says he wants to fuck me more and he'd pay me for it. How would you feel if I uh, uh -huh. started getting paid again for this kind of thing? And uh, maybe we can use that money for some uh -oh. appetizers at Catch Rooftop. Is that something that you'd feel comfortable broaching? That sounds like the perfect segue there. Yeah, perfect. My wonderful friend and incredible artist, Nomi Ruiz, is actually in the Spank Bank today. Hey. You have some advice <laughs> for our dear friend. I do, yeah. I mean, I think sex work is something that definitely no one should ever be ashamed of. And I think in general, fear and secrecy is just very unhealthy for you yourself. It's also just like toxic for a relationship. I think it will start just like growing, just manifesting in other ways in your relationship. And I think just to be healthy for yourself, I think it's something you shouldn't have any like shame or, or fear or secrecy. It's just not not a healthy way to, to live your life. I agree with Nomi. Now, Nomi, what do you think about my idea that he edges into the honesty? I love edging. Yeah, we all love edging. <laughs> edging is always a good thing. I, I think it's a good place to start. I think it should go to a place of full honesty, but let's start with the edging. Pansexual Paul wants to weigh in here too. What you got, Paul? So I've been in a, a, a similar situation myself when I was in a, a long-term open relationship with a woman and I was also doing sex work, and I didn't think that there was a, a, a really big difference there, but it was actually quite important for her to know about it, something that I hadn't even considered. Uh, after I told her about it, she said, you know, I want to know when you're going out to meet uh, possible clients because I want to know where you are. I want to know that you're going to be safe and if anything happens. So I hadn't even considered that possibility up until that point. Sex work does often carry more inherent risks to it than uh you know non-financial date so it's important to kind of keep your partner in the loop for that i think that is a really valid point pansexual paul all right so i want you to start with the edging and okay. i want you to report back to us and let us know how that goes because i do think you guys do want to i think it's important for you and also do you do you talk to anyone about this do you see a therapist because you should be proud of what you do you shouldn't be ashamed of it especially if it's something that's bringing you actual sexual pleasure and financial security yeah. if you don't like it anymore then stop but if you like what you're doing and you the only reason you don't like it is because you're afraid of what other people are going to think about it this is something you should talk to a professional about okay do you like what you're doing yes i do do you feel like you're good at it yes do you feel like you are a master yes. of your own sexual destiny exactly the way you put it yes okay so you are not a slave you are not a slave to your insecurities or to anyone else's desires you are a master and you need to start acting like that with yourself okay all right stay bold stay beautiful stay fuckable and let's talk soon
All right, so we are halfway through our episode. It is time to turn on my cell phone and see what my old high school classmate, Rob, did with the pair of stockings uh-huh. I gave him. Gents, what are your guesses? I see Will from WeHo, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Will from WeHo, what do you think Rob did with my pair of stockings? I think he's wearing them with like a, a cute black dress and uh, something with lots of feathers and fringe. And I think he's doing dragging them. Okay, that is your guess. Chef Dario, what is your guess? I think that he asked you for the uh, stockings because he had an appointment with his wife or girlfriend or something. He's wearing them over his head because they're playing like a role play of like robbers and hostage. Ooh. So he's wearing it as a disguise to impersonate a bank robber. That is a good guess. He is single, though, so I'm going to tell you. Oh, but, 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 however, Everybody if he's doing single. any sort of robber role play with anyone, you'll win. Tom, what's your guess? <laughs> I think he's just wearing them, but in like... A nondescript way. He's not in drag or anything. He just likes the thought of you being close to him. So he's wearing them and just has like his work shoes on and is just going through his day wearing women's stockings. In a cute sort of way. Oh, gangbang Greta from Bellinas. She has a guess. What's your guess, Greta? Um, okay, so my guess for Rob is that he has taken your stockings. He's like put them in it, like balled them up, put them in his mouth. And then, like, took his Jergens up, like, right next to his nightstand and went to town, like, looking at himself in the mirror with your stockings in his mouth and jacking off. That's my guess. I mean, it does sound like classic Rob. <laughs> Scott the Unicorn from Boulder, what is your guess? What is Rob doing with my stockings? He's going to stuff them in his mouth. And there's something about that smell and being in the mouth at the same time. I feel like that's just going to get him hard. And I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty straightforward just jerking off with that. I love Rob, but he was always pretty basic. So my guess is he's just going to send a video of him jerking off with them in his hand or just a blurry photo of cum cackled stockings. I don't. I mean, you know, that's going to be the right. That's I mean, we're, I mean let's see. I mean, let's see. Let's get the phone. phone. Hold on. I'm turning <laughs> on the phone right now. Let us see. And. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is this is this is more creative than I thought. So all right, so what he's gone and done is he's tied one of my very expensive stockings around his testicles. He's doing a little a little light CBT, a little cock and ball torture. And the other one it does look like it is in his mouth and on his nose while he is jerking off. So two partial wins. Yeah, two partial wins. Very nice. And Rob, thank you so much. And you're welcome. And it would be very gentlemanly of you to buy me a new pair. <laughs> Heather from Hawaii, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I am wearing a lovely black dress. What I'm drinking is a margarita. What you can do for me today, I'd love to know, why do some men only like larger women in bed, but won't date them for fear of what their friends might say or think? Are these men that you have had interactions with? That is correct. Mm -hmm. And can you just tell me how that went? It's it's different for every race. Um, I'm an equal opportunity lover. As am I. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't discriminate based on color uh, or anything like that. So I found that it's with general American men, white American men, 
that uh, are okay to have sex with me, but when it comes down to taking me out for dinner or to the movies, they will not do it. And I'm just wondering why that is. Well, let me tell you something. It's not about your size. White American men are trash, <laughs> particularly between the ages of 18 and 40. They are just absolutely awful. How old are you? I'm 35. Don't talk to any American man. <laughs> no, for real. I I've, I went through this in my 20s. Um, and, you know, I thought, oh, it's because I have a big nose or because I have big ears or because I wasn't happy with my body. Nope, it's because they're trash. No, <laughs> the short answer is, and I'm not just trying to be funny, it's a real honest thing. You know, sometimes people are just trash. They don't want any kind of commitment with anyone. Right. But you feel that it's because of the fact you're chubby. Why do you feel that that's why? Um, I just feel that uh, all the girls that I see out and about with their significant others are usually skinny, and I never see the big girls out with anybody. We're always alone, and I know that we're getting action because we're popular, but it just doesn't seem like, like I see them out and about with their, with their partners. You personally, when you, when you sleep with guys, where do you meet them? I usually meet them online. You meet them online. All right. So they see you online. They're into you. You start talking. And then what happens? I tell them that I'm a voluptuous lady because I don't want them to think that I'm a Barbie doll by any means. So I tell them that I am 5'8", 260 pounds of pure woman. Yeah, you uh, are. Very curvy and busty and things like that. Um, they usually ask me if my breasts are real. It's like, of course, if I'm this large, they're going to be real. Like, hello. Okay, so do you have this annoying conversation with these fellas, and then you decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw them a fuck. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the problem right there. Now, you talk to them, and then you invite them over, and you have sex with them right away. Correct. I do do that. Is that because that's what you want? You want to have sex with some basic beta male? No, I want the alpha male. Okay, well, guess what? We got to start holding out for the alpha males. Ooh. You got to define what you want, and you got to protect yourself from these fuckboys out there. You've got to say, look, I'm down to fuck you. Uh -huh. I'm down to show you these big, beautiful, real tits. But this is what I want in return. Yes. I'm not down to fuck someone that's not proud of me, that's not proud of who I am inside mm -hmm. and out, that doesn't want to show me off to their friends, okay? You need to say that to yourself, yes. and you need to say that to them, because there are a lot of people in this world, and there are a lot of people who are going to worship you for exactly who you are. But you got to worship yourself enough first to demand that. Yeah, maybe I should try to meet somebody in person. Are you really into these dumb American boys? Is this a type that you're chasing <laughs> in the same way they're chasing your big, beautiful body? Yeah. Are you chasing these dumb American boys? The jocks. The jock. Is that that's the, right? That's a yeah, jock type. Yeah, I like the jocks. I like the guys with the six-packs. Um, I, like, I, I guess because I've always been able to get them, even though I wonder kind of why they like me if I'm big. But I've, I've been able to, to get them into bed, and so I feel like I've conquered them. Kind of. Well, you have kind of, but you could conquer them in and out of bed by just having the same confidence about who you are in bed, out of bed. You can conquer them by saying, hey, boy, I'm not going to fuck you till you take me out to dinner. I'm not going to fuck you until I meet your best friend. Mm -hmm. How's that sound? That Men good. respond. These dumb white American boys, they, they respond really well to commands. They love a dominant uh -huh. woman. So that's how you can get what you want and also give them what they want. And also, if you're WTF, wait to fuck, you can wait to see if they're worthy of you fucking them. If you really want right. to fuck them or if you're just fetishizing this and you want the one thing that you can't have. So you, you get to the chatting. Yeah. At a certain point, uh, they just 
propose, let me come over or let you come over and, and have sex? Or do you propose that? How does that happen? It depends. It depends on how the conversation's going. So um, I, sometimes I do it. If they're younger than me, I feel like I take the lead. Right. And if they're older than me, I let them take the lead. But it's always about sex. It's always, let's come over and fuck. It's not, let's go out and have a drink and get to know each other. I'm just afraid if I say that, that they're going to say I don't have time for that. I'm looking for a woman who's WTF, and then they're going to move on to someone else. Well, then fuck them. You don't want to be with them anyway. Listen, there are plenty (laughs) of men out there that want what you want, that do want someone to go out with and have non-sexual intimacy as well as sexual intimacy. And it sounds like you're at the place where you want that. You're tired of just fucking. Yes, I'm tired. And you can have that, but you've got to be confident enough to say this is what I want. And if you want to keep dating on apps, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of apps myself, but if you are on apps you need to be direct in your profile to not waste time right put i want a man who wants to go out and have a drink with me in public tonight and if you please me in public maybe i'll think about pleasing you in private oh i really like that if you please me in private lead with what you want Mm -hmm. because that's what attractive that's what's attractive. People who know what they want and aren't afraid to ask for it. Yes. Because, baby, there are a lot of people in this world. If these boys don't want you, you'll find another one. But, damn, stop talking to dumb white American boys. Will from WeHo has something he wants to say. So I am uh, uh, have a robust figure, uh, what's known as a bear in the gay community. Yes. The gay community has sort of developed this whole subculture of bears and chasers. You know, there's events and we do things like that. But I I will say you can feel fetishized sometimes, like somebody only likes you for the size of your body and that's it. And what I've learned is that I've got to take my power. Like, sure, I've got this big, Mm -hmm. beautiful body, but I'm also have this big, beautiful mind and this big, beautiful sense of humor and this, you know, Mm -hmm. great head of hair. We know where you're going with this, Will. (laughs) Just say about your big, beautiful cock. I am a big, beautiful cock. Like I'm, I'm, own that, Will. You can own that. If you were excited about who you were, then they would be excited mm-hmm. about, about you as well. And don't give these boys any power. Screw them. Like if they don't yeah. want to take you to dinner, then if you're mm-hmm. done if you're done having sex with them, you're done having sex with them. If you want them just for sex, then you want them just for sex. If you want to go out with them, then you've got to find the right boy. That's right. If they're not measuring up to what you're looking for, then it's time to move on. But I think you need to mm-hmm. understand your power. You need to understand that you are a fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic woman and you have a lot to give the people you choose uh-huh. to be with in and out of bed. Pansexual Paul, you got something you want to say? Well, like you, Dr. Alex, I'm an equal opportunity lover. And um, I think that your your criticism of white American men is spot on. I think that in general, our society has a lot to unlearn when it comes to our relationships and what we think that it means for us to be seen out and about with someone. But I think it's gradually becoming think that you've got to put your foot down and make some demands of these men. And I think that they'll appreciate you for it. I think yeah, so, I'm too. Try that. I'm going to try to make them. If you like fucking these little fuck boys, keep them as just that. Keep them as fuck boys and then find someone else yeah. to have a real relationship with. Using them as fuck boys and that's not doing it for you anymore, then stop doing that and start saying what you want and start getting what you want. Right. That sounds great. Oh, producer Tom. I love hearing from producer Tom. Producer Tom's got something he wants to say to you, Heather. Okay. I just want to say that I am a man who likes big men. Yes. And for me, I want to uplift them and I want to make them feel beautiful and I want to take them in public and I want to show them off to the world. So I'm just saying that we're out there 
and you should get someone like me because we'll make you feel real special because you're beautiful. Oh, yeah. You really are beautiful. Thank you very much. If you ever want to be with a woman, I'll take you out and I'll take you home. Oh, damn. I better try you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's go to the hooky lao, eh? Yeah, <laughs> All right, let me know how it goes. I'm serious. Lead with who you are and what you want, and things are going to turn out a lot better, I think. I think so, too. I really appreciate all of your advice. All Thank right. You so much. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Why shouldn't I? Ooh, I want to talk to this person. She's been waiting in the spank bank for a while, and she really wants to talk to us. So let us talk to sexy Vanessa from Vancouver. Ooh, a Canadian. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Hello, hello. I'm just relaxing um, in a robe right now, having a nice glass of red wine. Mm -hmm. What's that robe look like? It is white and fuzzy, very cozy. Are you barefoot or do you have on socks? I am barefoot. Good. I like it. I like it when they paint a picture for me. I can picture her in her little fuzzy robe with her beautiful bare feet. All right. What can we do for you, beautiful? So I have a predicament I'm hoping you can help me with. There's a guy at my gym that I've seen and he's seen and we've gone back and forth for about six months just with light flirting banter. I've spoken to him via text and it's finally escalated to the point where one thing led to another and I slept with him. He just ended a relationship, a pretty serious one, uh, in early 2020. And I'm wondering, what should my next move be if I'm looking to make this something more? And if you advise against it, why shouldn't I pursue this as a relationship? Okay, why shouldn't she pursue this as a relationship? I'm going to let Chef Dario start us off with this why shouldn't I, and then I've got my take on it. Chef Dario, why shouldn't she pursue Dude at Gym? As a relationship. (laughs) Uh, What relationship uh, would you be pursuing? I mean, I'd love to go on a few dates, see if there's something more there and... I'm certainly single and looking. We're talking, we're, so we're talking about a classic uh, boyfriend-girlfriend monogamous uh, relationship. Correct. Right. Yes. Well, why, sh- why should you, why can't you, uh, you know, go on a couple of dates and uh, have some more sex with this, with this guy uh, without worrying about the relationship first? I'm worried that if he's not interested or if it's moving too fast for him because he just got out of something, that then it's going to be awkward. And I like my gym very much. I would like to not have to cancel that. So I don't want to make it weird. How's the sex and how important is the sex for you? (laughs) The sex is very good. I think I could find others, but it is very good. Mm -hmm. If you think, if you have that kind of feeling, something tells me that maybe you should uh, not do anything and wait for when he's going to make his next move and make a strategic assessment then. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Chef Dario. We've got Scott from Boulder in the Spank Bank who has some questions. Scott from Boulder, why should or shouldn't she pursue a relationship with hot gym dude? Gyms are open for 12 hours a day at least. So it's like if you start fucking this guy and it fizzles, you're fine. Like if it's because of the gym, that's not really a problem. I'm wondering if there's some other problem that you're foreseeing here and this dude like has some defect that you're not copping to. Yeah, that's 
true. Um, you know, you're right about the time. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm, I'm just nervous that he's not going to be ready. Early 2020, is that what you said? Yes, and it was serious. I know he, he had moved in with her, so I don't want to jump and, and scare him away. That was a while ago, early 2020. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go by the evidence. The dude is obviously seeking something out, and I, I think Chef Dario is right. You don't want to just play it up by his, his terms, but... If the dude is calling you up and he wants to hang out with you and you guys are sleeping together, like pick up on the signals. If it seems like he's not willing to be like emotionally open, it sounds like the dude isn't ready for that. But again, if the sex is good and, and that's enough for you, then ride it out right now. You know, don't try to forecast the entire relationship before it happens. All right. Here's my take on it. I want to talk about the KISS principle, which is keep independent sacred spaces. How important is this gym to you? It's very important. It's it's definitely a community there. It's not a commercial gym. It's, it's independent. It's like a CrossFit gym. So it's a big part of my life. Okay. And I know Scott said gyms are open 12 hours a day, but do you have 12 spare hours a day you can go to this gym? Or are you always going to be coming to this gym at the same time he's coming to it? Yeah, that, that's kind of how it is. I mean, I could adjust, but it wouldn't be convenient for my schedule. Yeah. So, I mean, the gym's important to you. This guy, you've been talking for a while. He talks about his ex. That's never a good sign when you talk about your ex with someone else. I mean, maybe it's great and he felt like he could bear his soul to you, but how long has it been since you fucked? Uh, about a month now. About a month. And he hasn't tried to fuck again? He hasn't. He's been traveling, though. I don't know, honey. It sounds to me like you want a boyfriend, and that is a great place to be, but I don't know if going for your gym bang is a good idea. Yeah. But gym bangs are great. Gym and bangs are great for bangs. As a, as a, as a uh, seldom... Gym yeah, bang. keep him as your gym bang. Keep him, and I bet it's very exciting to work out in the gym exactly. with him, knowing he's there, knowing Fun. you might bang again. But I think if you try to take it to a dating place and he's like, nah, not really into it, things might get awkward. Okay. I think if you come to a place where it can just be sex to you, or it can just be a conversation and an experiment where you are totally, totally okay with him saying, you know what, no, I'm not that into it. And you guys think that you're close enough as gym friends that it's not going to be awkward if you're like, hey, bro, round two. And he goes, no, not really. Sure. But if I were you, I'd just keep that sexy energy in the air and I'd find someone else to be possible boyfriend material. Okay, that's good advice. I like that. Kiss, baby. Keep independent, sacred <laughs> spaces. That is your gym. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. And if you need to know other places to meet hot dudes in Vancouver, I've got a list. DM me at Never Sleep Alone. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in today, my beautiful fuckable angels. And thank you, Rob, for sending that sexy stocking photo and for giving me an MBO in the bathroom at La Conda Verde. And my sexy listeners, be sure to get my book in paperback, audio, or electronic format at NeverSleepAlone.com. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe, rate, and share this podcast, and follow us on all the socials at NeverSleepAlone.com. Be sure to tell your friends about us, and if you have a sex and dating question, email through the website and let's talk. Until next time, my sexy listeners, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.